You're listening to Rama for Today. Number one, you get back home, take those books and burn them. Don't read them anymore. Number two, read your Bible every day. Number three, pray at least 30 minutes in other tongues. He said, I'll do it. I cast all three of them out of him. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Hold Fast to Your Healing. And the Spirit said to me, for one year, 12 solid months, after you ministered to him last year, he has not had one single seizure. But in the last two weeks, he has three seizures. He's awakened in the nighttime, in other words, he was asleep and woke up in a seizure. Before, he never had a seizure when he's asleep. That spirit's come back, I want you to cast it out of him again, and I want you to know this, that the reason, and I want him to know it, you tell him, the reason that that spirit came back is because he went to bed and went to sleep afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid that he'd have another seizure sometime. And so, the Lord said to me, before you ever do anything, they get through singing. So they got through singing. I called the young man up. I, I was, we were standing down just off the platform. I said, last year when I was here, and told you what I told you, and I said, for one solid year, you'd have not one single seizure. He started to say something, but I said, just wait a minute, let me tell it. If I miss it, just speak up and say you, you missed it. Somebody said, well, will that embarrass you? No, I'd join all the rest of you. Anybody here never has missed it? No. So I said, for 12 months, you didn't have a seizure. But in the last two weeks, you've had three seizures, and you awoke out of sleep into the seizure. Now, here's a young man that is brought up in a Pentecostal church. You might say born and raised in Pentecostal church. Born again, filled with the Spirit himself, speak with other tongues. But don't know one single thing. Folks ought to be taught about spiritual gifts. You know what that young man said? Pentecostal spoke up and said, you must be a mind reader or a fortune teller. That's exactly what happened. Well, I said, I'm not reading your mind or telling your fortune. My head don't have anything to do with it. I got it out of my spirit. Amen? Now, I said, do you know why these things returned and you woke up in a seizure? He said, do you? I said, yeah. He said, tell me. I said, you went to bed and went to sleep afraid. Oh, he said, I know you're a mind reader now. I just got to thinking that. I said, I didn't pick that up with my mind. My mind, I have a thing where to do it. My mind's blank. I got it out of my spirit. Amen. Yeah, he said several times I'd go to bed and that fear would come that I might have another seizure. Now, I had dealt with it before, but on these three occasions, I didn't deal with it before I went to sleep. Well, I said, I'm going to cast that out of it. Now, you remember the 12th chapter of Matthew when the unclean spirit's gone out of a man, or a woman either for that, I'm sorry, 
He walks through dry places seeking rest and findeth it not. He said, I'll go back into my house. He calls the individual's body his house. It's not his house, it's your house. Body's the house you live in. And he said, I'll go back into my house that I came out of. And he went back, now notice, and found it empty, swept, and garnished. Notice it's clean, but empty. And so he went and got seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And all eight of them entered into the man, and the last state was worse than the beginning. Amen? I remember, and I'll come back to this now, but I remember when we first started school, our very first year of school, Rainbow Bible Training Center, over here at Sheridan Road Assembly. We used their facilities for a couple of years, 74, and then in 75 we graduated our first class. And so in the fall of 74, though, I was... I would teach between time. We were holding meetings to keep things going and, and so on. But then we had, uh, I, I would teach when I was in. And I happened to be in here and I got a telephone call from one of our adjoining states. And uh, the man said he heard uh, Brother Sumrall, Dr. Sumrall on Pat Robertson's TV program talking about the devil and demon and so on. And so he said, I called then up there to South Bend because they told where he's from and all to see if he is going to be down in this part of the country and he wasn't, had no commitment. And I told him my, what, what I called about. And he said, call Brother Hagin. Dr. Sumrall said, he's right there in the adjoining state. Call him. He can help you. So he called me, told me his, what had happened and so on and so forth. And could he come? Well, I have so many calls, I'll be honest with you, I can't promise folks, but when the Lord says do it, you do it. Amen? But now if on the one, if if just on my own, I, I, I uh, responded to one person, then I've got to respond to everybody else, I'm a respecter of persons. Well, what if you talk to somebody you know? Well, God told you to, you're just obeying God. Amen? The Lord said, minister to him. So, he came. Well, his wife came with him. We sat down in one of the offices there, and he said, same thing he told me on the phone, except he added some to it. He was a professor in university in the area of psychology. And uh, then he had changed universities, and one of our leading universities here in the Southwest, he was head of the psychological division in that university. But at 67 years of age, he retired. Well, the charismatic move was on. Now, both he and his wife were church members, but she got in with a prayer group, come to find out she had never been born again. Got born again, got filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. She kept after him to go to these home meetings, you know. Oh, no, he's all right. He's trusting the church. Well, no, you trust Jesus. Thank God for the church. But you trust Jesus. So she finally got him to go, and he went. And he come to find out he'd never been born again. He got born again, got filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking other tongue. And everything just went along fine for about a couple of years. But a spirit got a hold of him. And he began to molest little girls. And he said, I know how you can, you see, in, in college, in psychology, 
his major was the criminal psychology. And the, 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 so he dealt with these folks in all kind of areas, including, you know, child molesting. And he said, I know how these folks wind up. You know, you, 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 you can harm one of them. You could kill one of them. And you wind up in the electric chair. His wife had left him. She came with him on this occasion, but she had left him and filed for a divorce because he's out molesting little girls. But I, I, he won't help. Well, as we sat there and talked, by the word of knowledge, I knew that there are three spirits, not just one, but there's three of them here. And I said to him, I can cast all three of them out of you. But I'm not going to. You see, you do a person harm by casting the devil out of them if you don't teach him. Are you listening to me? Now go back to that 12th chapter. Go back to that 12th chapter of, uh, I think it starts with the 43rd verse of, of Matthew. When the unclean spirit's gone out of a man or a person, man or woman, what does he do? He walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. What does he say? I'll go back. I'll go back to my house that I came out of. He went back, found the house empty, swept and garnished. It's clean, but it needed to have something in it. Are you listening to me? So he goes and gets seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And the last state of that man is worse than it was to begin with. Like I said, you can cast the devil, like I said to him, I can cast all three of these devils or spirits out of you. But you could wind up in the worst shape you are. And I so said, I'm not going to unless you do what I tell you. Well, he's desperate. I'll do anything. I said, all right. Now, number one, I want to ask you this question. How did this thing get a hold of you? I know you majored when you was teaching in school the sexual criminal. Well, he said, I began to read those books, and in that was the child molester. I said, all right, you don't need the books. You're not teaching. Number one, you get back home, take those books and burn them. Don't read them anymore. Number two, read your Bible every day. Number three, pray at least 30 minutes in other tongues. He said, I'll do it. I cast all three of them out of him. He went his way a year later. Actually, it was over calendar year, just one year, but it was about 15 to 16 months later. We were in a seminar here in Tulsa again. And after one of the morning services, here came this man and woman down holding hands. I didn't even recognize them. They looked so much younger. I didn't recognize either one of them. He said, you don't know me, do you? I said, no. He said, and, and then he told me. And, and he said, just want to let you know this. I got back home. I burned those books. I read my Bible every day. I pray at least 30 minutes in tongues every single day. And he said, I just want you to know I've never had another problem, another minute's trouble. And he said, holding his wife's hand, he said, my wife and I are the happiest we've ever been all of our married life. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, what am I doing? I'm teaching him to hold fast that which he has. Because the devil's going to come back. He's going to try to get back in. He's going to bring more devils with him. Like I said, you can wind up 
Amen. In a worse shape you were if you just cast the devil out of people without teaching them. And every pastor ought to be able to do that. I'm sorry that some of them are not, but they should. Amen. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith. Also from Lynette Hagan, the CD Turning Stumbling Blocks into Stepping Stones. And last but not least, the two CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. All this for the special price of $24. That's $5.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In April 9th through the 11th, Rama College Weekend, yes. right here on the Rama USA campus. You can attend classes, meet instructors, a luncheon on Friday, fun night, tour the campus, uh, go to service on Sunday if you're still here. If you're still here, yes. yes. Uh, there will be information about job and housing, yes. all of it's there. If you want more information about it, go go on the computer to rbtc.org and That's you can right. get that information. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.